Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. I am sorry that I have to begin this show with sad news, but we wanted to have a special tribute for Sarah Stubblefield, the Epilepsy Services Coordinator for our foundation, Southern Illinois Affiliate, um, she passed away today while she was in Washington, D.C., attending an Epilepsy Foundation's policy meeting. This woman was an unbelievable advocate for people living with epilepsy. She dedicated her life to helping people with epilepsy. And she, she will be very, very sorely missed. Um, her father wants to make sure that her message carries on to even gain more advocacy for people living with epilepsy. So may I say that I extend my deepest sympathies to the Stubblefield family, to everyone that works for the affiliate she was involved with, and uh, know this, that our thoughts and prayers are with you, but that Sarah's message will move on forward. And, and it is amazing that it would just so happen to be that my guest today is an enormous epilepsy advocate. He is on the executive board of the Epilepsy Foundation of Chicago. You know, how ironic that this would happen today. Um, and he, he has dedicated his life uh, nationally to speak up and speak out for people living with epilepsy, uh, Mike Keenan, welcome to the show. I'm sorry we have to begin with this sad news. Oh, Joyce, thank you very much. And, and first of all, it's, it, it, I'd like to extend my deepest condolences to the uh, uh, Stubblefield family. Um, Sarah was a great advocate in, in Illinois and across the nation uh, for people with epilepsy, and, and it's very, very sad uh, to hear of her passing. Um, with that, it is an honor to be on your show, but uh, I, I, I say that with uh, um, some... Sad, the sad news certainly uh, takes a, a, a larger presence today. Well, we are dedicating this show, and I am dedicating this show to Sarah Stubblefield. You know, I know that she is still with us, and I assure you that we will carry on the message for her. So this show will be dedicated to her, and we will use what she did with her life to do even more. Um, and, Mike, it is also an honor for me to have you on the show today. And for our listeners throughout the world, I thought maybe you could begin by talking a little bit 
about what just happened in D.C. Here we have a very bright, happy topic. Um, but before we go into even that, how about telling everyone why you became involved with the foundation? And I just want to point out again, Mike is on the executive committee of the National Board of the Epilepsy Foundation. He is the vice president of commercial banking at Wells Fargo and chairs the epilepsy affiliate of Chicago. As you can see, he's a busy man. So, Mike, why did you get involved? Why did I get involved with ap epilepsy? Well, that's, a, that's kind of a loaded question, but uh, uh, Joyce, as you know, I became aware of epilepsy at, a, at an early age. Uh, my older sister has epilepsy, and uh, my grandmother on my father's side also had epilepsy that went misdiagnosed for years. Um, I became involved with the Epilepsy Foundation probably about 14 years ago uh, by starting a walk team for the Epilepsy Foundation uh, of Western Pennsylvania. Um, that's also how you and I met, Joyce, uh, mm -hmm. um, because I served in some capacity uh, for the last 13 years on a board, first with the, the board in Western Central, Central Pennsylvania uh, and the National Board for the last two years. Um, and, and, you know, my family's, the family connection was what first brought me to, to the Epilepsy Foundation, and then the privilege of working with people like Judy Painter, who's the executive in Western Pennsylvania, Phil Gatone, my executive in Chicago, and of course you, Joyce, has kept me uh, dedicated to our, uh, our mission of, of leading the fight to stop seizures. Yes, and you have done an enormous job, and I will say that, you know, as a woman living with epilepsy, Mike, I appreciate how committed you are and how much time you spend working to help people living with epilepsy. Now, here's the most important question of the day. Do you still have black and gold in your blood? I'm wearing a Steelers hat right now. There you go. Okay, we won't have to knock them off the air. See, that's what I always say. Once a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, always a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, no well, matter where can, the person lives in the country. Right, Isn't that can, amazing? You can take the boy out of Pittsburgh, but you can't take the Pittsburgh out of the boy. Is that what they say? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Well, Mike, I had a great, absolutely fabulous time at the National Epilepsy Walk. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow, it was just overwhelming. And you and I, of course, were both there. Mm -hmm. um, and I loved it. It was fantastic. And, um, you know, now tonight we'll be going to the gala. But as great as it is, so many people there live with trauma and live with issues from epilepsy. You, you, as you mentioned earlier, you've seen that firsthand with your own sister. And I wanted to ask you, we saw all those families at the walk, you know, so committed, so dedicated, um, how about you? How did your family handle this? Well, uh, epilepsy it was and, and is still part of our life, um, you know, but for other people, it, it's somewhat of an unknown, and, and it's something that, that you and I and, and our fellow board members and everybody that, that was at the walk and will be at the gala this evening here in D.C., uh, work every day to make sure that, that pe people understand epilepsy and know what epilepsy is. Um, my sister's epilepsy consisted primarily of absence seizures where essentially she, you know, we'd be having a conversation like you and I are right now, Joyce, and all of a sudden she, she would black out, for lack of a better term. She'd be sitting there, nothing would be going on, but she would not be 
acknowledging the conversation that we're having. Um, she also had the, the, the more, I think, what people typically relate seizures to, which is a, a clonic seizure where she, you know, would either fall down or tra have tremors and shake and things of that nature. Um, you know, I'll never forget when my sister had a, had a tonic seizure in school when, when she was in sixth grade and I was in fourth grade, uh, nobody, including the teachers, uh, knew what was going on or what to do. Um, you know, th that's the scariest part, I think, is, is the lack of education, even in today's world, uh, about uh, epilepsy and, and specifically seizures um, and, and how to deal with them. So, you know, I, in Chicago, in, in, in Pittsburgh, and, and through the other 50-plus affiliates that we have, um, we're all working to educate people about uh, what epilepsy is, what seizures are, and how to deal with them going forward. Yeah, and that is always so amazing to me. Uh, how many people, they really, they don't know what to do because they aren't familiar with epilepsy, and they don't realize, just as you mentioned, Mike, how there are various types of seizures. You know, there's the... Uh, partial, simple partial seizure, the complex partial seizure, the absence seizure, the J Jacksonian seizure, uh, the myoclonic seizure, and then we get to the tonic-clonic seizure, better known to most people as the grand mal. Right. And I know what would shock everyone is that that is the, not the most prevalent type of seizure. But, you know, for some reason, that is the only one that most people think of. And that is why someone like your sister in school could be judged by a teacher for not paying attention when, in fact, the person is having a seizure. Right. Well, and Joyce, you bring up a great point. Is, is uh, there, there, There's not only a, a lack of understanding about seizures and things of that nature, but there's also a lack of understanding about what the scope of epilepsy is, that it, that it can be from some, someone like my sister who had, had very what I, I don't want to trivialize it, but, but more a uh, minor side of the, of the spectrum epilepsy to um, people who are in wheelchairs for life and inaudible, can't speak, uh, and, and have trouble communicating. So it's just the spectrum of epilepsy needs to be better understood throughout, throughout the country and the world, and, and hopefully with our work we can continue to raise awareness. Right. Um you know, absolutely, and I think that's why it's so important what we are doing to educate people properly. And, and listen, if you are listening to the show about, gee, what do you do? If the person has a tonic-clonic seizure, falls to the ground, um, you know, you should put something under their head so they do not have an injury, turn their face to the side in case um, they are salivating. If they have a tie-on or something tight around their neck, you know, uh, release that somewhat. Mm. But know this, that within three minutes to five minutes, the seizure should be completed. Now, if it isn't, at this point, you do need to call 911. Or if you don't know the person at all, you need to call 911. Or if it's someone you know but it's the first time they had a seizure, you need to call 911. Or if, the, if it's a woman who is pregnant, something like that. But if the person such as myself would say to you, hey, listen, I have epilepsy. I'm going to have a seizure. It should last around three minutes. This is what's going to happen. You don't need to call 911. You know, I would tell you that um, if it were me. But, you know, as I said, if you're totally unaware or don't know what to do, then I understand that. But you really don't need to do that 
if you've been educated, you know, about the seizure. I've had people have a seizure in my office where they had this for about two minutes, and then that was it. You know, they were perfectly fine. So the key thing is education, you know. Don't put anything in the person's mouth. They cannot swallow their tongue. That's an urban myth. That's right. Um, and I, I, Mike was saying how still things aren't understood. There is a hospital in Pennsylvania, on, I think it is in central Pennsylvania, where they had still had uh, tongue depressors for people who had a seizure. Amazing. I know. It is hard to believe and hard to imagine. But education is always the key, always. No, nothing is more important. And if you're wondering to know, well, gee, where could I find out more? www.epilepsyfoundation.org. That is the website, epilepsyfoundation.org. But you can also go to Facebook and find us there and read more about uh, epilepsy and, you know, have conversations. Although we also have a chat uh, chat area on the national website. So once again, www.epilepsyfoundation.org. All right, everyone, we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, our guest today is Mike Keenan, Vice President of Commercial Banking at Wells Fargo Bank in Illinois, Chair of the Local Affiliate and on the executive committee and board of the National Epilepsy Foundation. Most important, he is a leader in America for quality of life for people living with epilepsy. We're going to go to break, then we'll be right back with Mike Keenan. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at Voice America. Dot com. Don't go away. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. Comes down to ladies is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. 
One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. We are talking today to Mike Keenan, Vice President of Commercial Banking at Wells Fargo Bank. But right now I've been working with Mike because he is on the national board on the executive committee. And, Mike, we're so happy to have you with us. You mentioned you were a Pittsburgher. You served on the Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central PA. Do you see similarities between Pittsburgh and Chicago where you live now? Uh, I, I absolutely do, Joyce. I, I think that uh, both uh, the Pittsburgh affiliate and the Chicago affiliate are, are leaders for people with epilepsy living in their uh, respective communities. And, and, and we do it in, in similar ways through advocacy, support, and education. Um, both Pittsburgh and Chicago are... are um, advocates in, in at the state level with legislation and trying to uh, affect change for uh, the quality of life uh, for people living with epilepsy. Um, both both affiliates have uh, a case management program where they advocate for people with epilepsy uh, both in the workplace and uh, schools, etc. Um, we're both, as with all affiliates, and this is not just Pittsburgh and Chicago, this is the majority of the, affili the affiliates throughout the country, uh, are all trying to provide access to proper medical care and proper diagnosis for epilepsy um, because it, it's probably one of, I wish I had the statistics, maybe you know, Joyce, but it, it's probably one of the most misdiagnosed uh, um, uh, medical conditions uh, in, in the world. Um, you know, we provide advocacy in the schools, as I mentioned, uh, where we can even get involved in intervening and providing for um, proper care for a person with epilepsy so that they can participate uh, actively in a normal, everyday uh, school. Um, and then uh, probably one that, that, that's your favorite, we both have employment programs, Joyce. Mm -hmm. So, and then obviously uh, both... Uh, most affiliates have support programs for both kids, for both children living with epilepsy, and for the parents for uh, uh, how to deal with epilepsy because it, it is it is a big challenge. Um, and 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 until you have a full understanding of what life with epilepsy or, or living with someone that has epilepsy is, um, it, it is somewhat difficult. And that's what the Epilepsy Foundation is there for to help support these people. And then yeah. lastly, uh, education uh, just. We've talked about a little bit already today, Joyce, is, is just educating people about what epilepsy is, what seizures are, and how to deal with them, and, and you know, always fighting for, you know, either both a world without seizure, seizures and a better quality of life for people living with epilepsy and seizures. Yes, and it's so involved, so much to do, such a large spectrum. Oh, it, it's just, it, it's mind-boggling to... to 
to think about how much work there is to do. And, and I think that you and I both, along with uh, all of our, all of our uh, colleagues at, at the Epilepsy Foundations across the country and on, at the national level, uh, aren't going to quit until we, we, we figure out how, how to better life for people living with epilepsy. Right. Well, Mike, you work as a vice president at Wells Fargo. As you well know, one of the biggest issues for people living with epilepsy is employment. And really, even for all people with disabilities, less than 70% um, are part of the workforce. You know, they just have a hard time gaining employment. And I'm wondering, you know, in your opinion, since you are in corporate America, why, why do you think that is? Why do you think people have such a hard time gaining employment? Well, that's a tough one, Joyce. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's definitely a problem. Um, I, can't, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, but I, I, I think the biggest problem in corporate America today is, is it goes back to a lack of understanding surrounding uh, epilepsy and disabilities in general. I think the easiest way for corporate America to deal with this is to not deal with it. Just, you know, try and stay down, uh, find the people with or w without disabilities and employ them. I mean, that's the, the easiest way around it, so you don't have to understand it. Um, and then on the other side of it, it it's, it's, you know, organizations like ours, the Epilepsy Foundation, we need to empower people with epilepsy to feel like they can work in corporate America. So it's on both sides. I think that corporate America has to have a better understanding of how to provide a workplace for people with epilepsy and specifically and disabilities. And we need to better educate people with disabilities on how to seek employment in corporate America. Yeah, that is really a good quote, what you said there, Mike, that, you know, the way for corporate America to deal with it is to not deal with it. Boy, that is so true. You know, that, that really is true. It is an attitudinal barrier that has to come down. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there are many people that have hundreds of seizures a day or that have so many seizures a week that, you know, they are unable to work. But there are many of us who can work. And, you know, the person walks in and says that, you know, that, well, first of all, you should never say you have any type of disability be when you're interviewed. That's correct. Because yeah. that would be a violation of the ADA. And I always tell people you're not being hired because you have epilepsy. You're being hired because of your accounting skills or, you know, whatever it is the company, you know, is looking for. Joyce, my sister was a was a, a, a CPA with a big five accounting firm here in D.C. for um, eight years prior to. Um, she's now a stay-at-home mom and, and runs her own accounting firm from home. But uh, she worked in corporate America coming out of college. Uh, graduated from IUP in uh, 1996. Uh, got her CPA shortly thereafter and, and worked a, a long time in, in corporate America. Could go back there at any time. Well, see, there's a, she's a perfect example of what I mean. She has epilepsy, but she's very successful in her career. Right. And, you know, sometimes when you just say that word, people immediately, this, you know, wall comes up because they think you cannot do it. Here's what I have to tell you. If you're listening to the show and you're a hiring manager, I assure you, in major corporations today, you have already hired people with epilepsy. They just aren't telling you. 
because they know they'll be treated differently, which is why I always tell companies if they say, oh, we haven't hired people with disabilities before, I say, oh, yeah, yes, you have. They're right here with a hidden disability. You just don't know that they are there. So, you know, you have to be open-minded because you're really, you're really missing the boat. You're missing a lot of great talent if you do not include people living with disabilities such as epilepsy. And speaking, speaking about that, we just had the National Walk this past Sunday. That's what I've been talking about earlier, that, you know, we would talk about it later on, and this is the time we're going to talk about it. Oh, I mean, if you missed it, don't miss it next year because it is phenomenal. Um, it's in Washington, D.C., right here at the mall during Cherry Blossom Festival. But, Mike, do you want to talk about it for a few minutes? I, absolutely, absolutely. What a day Sunday was, uh, Joyce. I, I, you said it best, wow. I mean, that's all I can say is wow. I mean, how cool was it to see all these people on the National Mall braving the cold uh, to raise awareness for epilepsy? Um, it, it gave me chills, uh, one, to be a part of such an amazing event, and, and then two, to see all the, the, the support for epilepsy awareness. And, and uh, I'd be remiss if, if, if I didn't thank uh, both the Epilepsy Foundation staff and uh, uh, specifically Kelly Crowfoot, who sits on the National Board with us, Joyce, for, for all their hard work and dedication uh, and time that went into to running such a great event. Um, I haven't seen the final numbers yet. I don't know if you have, Joyce, but it, it, it looked like our largest crowd ever. I haven't seen the final numbers, but it was our l largest crowd. Um, you know, if you would get up there and look back, you just could not believe how many people were there. And I just want to remind you, it was supposed to snow. Now, it was it did. cold. It was a little cold. But then the sun came out later. It was nowhere near the way people thought it would be. But just as I had said that day, you know, if you're living with epilepsy, big deal. If it's going to be cold, snow, rain, whatever it is, you know, people with epilepsy have gone through so much more but I'm going to tell you, it didn't dissuade them. They were there. Joyce, you know, I said it earlier. You know how I got involved is because of my sister. And family connection obviously makes it very easy for me. But at the same time, um, you know, you mentioned that a hiring manager probably has somebody working with them already that has epilepsy. Um, through, through, I guarantee you that everybody listening to this show and, and everybody that you meet in the world probably knows somebody with epilepsy. I mean, in my office, I worked with an assistant of mine for uh, over a year, I put up a walk banner, and she mentioned to me that her, her son had epilepsy. So, you know, obviously I wasn't doing a good job as an advocate uh, for, for, for people with epilepsy because we sit right next to each other, and, and, and I was unaware that, that her son had epilepsy. So people know, and they can support uh, those people by joining the walk, a $35 registration fee. They can form a team. I mean, it's really neat to see these people out there that, that had their teams together of, of all family members and friends in, in costumes with signs and, and either supporting uh, their friend or family member with epilepsy. Yes. And, you know, oh, it was fantastic. It was joyful. It was one huge family. It was a huge celebration. I, don't miss it, really. Don't miss it next year. It's at the end of March. But once again, you can go to epilepsyfoundation.org and, you know, start looking, and we will soon have the date out. 
Uh, I mean, you will have a great time. And then after the walk, you know, you are in D.C., so, you know, you're in an area with certainly a lot of great, exciting, historical things to see while you're here. But I, I just really would urge you to, you know, put that on your calendar for next year. You know, uh, the people, as Mike mentioned, who have epilepsy wore shirts, uh, and it was Purple Day, but, you know, they wore these shirts so people would know, hey, I have epilepsy, and boy, they're not ashamed. We're not ashamed. We're out there. We're walking uh, hand in hand, o old people, young people, men, women, you know, all different backgrounds, and I want to mention one thing. I had the great honor of walking with Yoshiko Dart through the entire walk, which was such an honor for me. And, you, you know, I have had such sympathy for all those people living in Japan and all of the families in Japan, you know, and I hope that you will remember that there is going to be an ongoing need for support for all of these people. But here's what astonished me. There was a high school from Japan. There was a high school representation. Japanese students visiting the United States for a few weeks. And here they have just gone through this enormous tragedy. And they were throughout the walk, maybe 10 at a time, standing there cheering us on, holding signs that said, we support you, waving uh, American flags. It was amazing. I mean, to me, it was just so unbelievable. It, it, it was very, very cool. I, the, the, the walk in general, it was just, I, again, it brought chills to, to uh, just look ahead and look behind me and just see the masses of people out there raising awareness, supporting people with epilepsy, and raising money so that we can continue to do, do our work, Joyce. That's right. That's right. Because it helps us continue to move on, to, you know, make a difference, and to be seen nationally. See, that's also great that we're making a national statement. And then that evening there was a concert. So, I mean, it was just like a fun-filled, packed day and people happy celebrating. And let me make it clear to you, from all over the United States. It's been an amazing weekend for, for, for epilepsy, starting with the reception on Saturday night, um, which was Purple Day, as you mentioned. Um, through the walk, and, and then uh, tonight we have we have the gala, the Boots and Suits Gala. Joyce, do you have your, your, your cowboy boots ready for tonight? I do. Yes, I do, and we're going to talk about that as soon as we come back from break because I know you're going to hear about those cowboy boots. Hey, this is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Dot com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Mike Keenan. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Women in business today face many challenges in advancing their careers and reaching their goals. There are corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and business owners that have made their mark in business. Now you can learn their secrets and tips. Listen to Women Mean Business as your host, Bonnie Marcus, explores how to thrive in the business environment, navigate the workplace, and climb the corporate ladder. Listen live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and effectively promote yourself today. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than three million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. Hey, if you just joined us, we're talking to... Mike Keenan, who is on the executive committee of the National Board of the Epilepsy Foundation. And, Mike, right before we went to break, we were starting to talk about the gala, um, which is this evening here in Washington, D.C., um, and so excited about going to it. Can you talk about it for a few minutes? Oh, absolutely. Uh, very excited for the event tonight. Uh, we're going to be honoring uh, Go uh, Governor Frank Keating. Uh, from Oklahoma, um, and it should just be a fantastic event. Uh, at last I heard, I think we're going to have over 400 people in the room, uh, and that was, you know, uh, as of this morning. And I also have to, I have to thank uh, one of our board, fellow board members, Joyce uh, uh, Bonnie Ledbetter, for all of her work on this event. Um, it should be a fantastic evening. I know, I know I'm excited for it. Uh, you, you, you said that you do have your, your, your cowboy boots ready for tonight because it is called the Boots and Suits Gala. I have a suit, but I, I, I need to go find some boots. You know a good place? Better get out there. Better get out there because I have my boots ready to go with my suit. I'm on it. I'm ready because, you know, hey. I'm all about these cowboy boots when it comes to rodeos, so that's why I just happen to have them. Right. No, it, it, it should be another great event in, a, in, in what is a great weekend, what has been a great weekend uh, for, for, for people with epilepsy and for our organization as a whole. Um, you know, we, we, we've raised a lot of awareness. We've raised some money to continue our cause. And, and, but the most important thing is, is getting that national kind of billboard, wow, okay, there's, there's the Epilepsy Foundation. There's the people that are fighting for, uh, 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 for people with epilepsy. And, and, Joyce, you and I and our fellow board members, I mean, that, that's, that's what our, our life mission is these days, is, is getting that billboard effect so that, so that people know who we are and, and, and what we do and the people that we serve. That's right. 
That is so true. And I know it will be exciting. Uh, once again, you know, you've got to start checking these things out on our website, www.epilepsyfoundation.org, because this gala, don't get me wrong, we'll have a good time. But it's all about raising money to help children and adults living with epilepsy. That's what it's all about. That's why we're doing this. So um, even if you're listening to the show now and you're thinking, boy, I wish I could go, you can even make a contribution by going to the nationalepilepsyfoundation.org and making a contribution for the evening. And just as um, Mike mentioned, Bonnie Ledbetter has really done uh, so much work for this gala and really put a lot of time into it, which we so much appreciate. And our new CEO, Rich Dennis, wow, he has really uh, done just a tremendous job for us. Um, and, And I'm just so excited about the direction of the Epilepsy Foundation because I know we're going to continue to do bigger and greater things. Well, Joyce, I mentioned earlier that that I've been involved in some capacity for the last uh, 13 plus years, and and I've never seen a, a, a time where we we have so much momentum and, and we're ready to execute and take our organization and our cause to the next level. Uh, between between Rich's leadership, uh, the 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 quality of the people sitting on the board and and their and their commitment to the cause, and and everybody that supports our organization, uh, the, 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 the time is now for us. And, and we're, we are ready. We need to execute, and we need to, to further our cause for the people with, for people with living with epilepsy. I agree. And, hey, I think we have a caller on the line right now. Um, caller, go ahead. Hi, this is Phil Gatone calling. Joyce, how are you? Hey, Phil, how are you doing? Phil, doing how great. are you, my friend? Hey, Mike, I just wanted to call and, and say congratulations to both of you on, on a successful weekend. And, and uh, as CEO of the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Chicago, I just wanted to tell the listening audience uh, a little bit about Mike and, and how he is uh, leading uh, really an amazing group of, of volunteer leaders across Chicago. Uh, he's really given our staff the green light to do what it takes to, to improve advocacy across uh, northern Illinois. And uh, I just wanted to thank them for that. And, and nationally, Joyce, you're, you're leading a, a tremendous group of volunteer leaders as well. And I want to congratulate you on, on your recent award that you received uh, at, uh, at the walk ceremonies. Uh, I guess it was at the VIP reception um, from, I know, one of your heroes, Tony Coelho. Yes, thank you very much. I know you won't believe this, Phil, but I was speechless. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was there. That's we wonderful. The first time I've seen that, and I've known you for a long time. Well, let me tell you what. I was so overwhelmed, and then when I went up, I was more overwhelmed because it, they showed a video, Phil. They showed a video, and guess what? Hey, Mr. Producer, um, my my engineer, Mike, guess what, Mike? They use Disability Matters uh, in this video, what they did is they took sound bites from all these different people I have interviewed, and, and, you know, it was just very wonderful statements they were all making with their photograph, but then when they got to the part where they showed these young people 
that I have worked with and hearing what they had to say, that was it. I was done. Then I go up front and Tony starts saying more. And by the time he's done, he said, so do you have anything you want to say? I said, thank you. That's it. <laughs> well, I'm just so excited. And I just want to tell you that uh, with Rich Dennis as our new CEO and, and the leadership that, that Sandy has shown and, and the whole team at the national office, I really believe that um, our affiliate leaders who are working so hard in the, in the trenches every day, uh, the staff, uh, you know, in the local communities are going to be even more well-equipped to meet the mission. And I just wanted to thank you both for that. And uh, I did uh, do some virtual walking in Chicago. We had several events in Chicago this weekend. And having been to the first four walks, I have to tell you how much I missed uh, not being there this year in D.C. But uh, we had some great advocates in Chicago uh, doing some virtual walking, as I'm sure was done across the country for those who couldn't make it to D.C. But um, I did get on a plane today, and I am in D.C., and I have my boots, and uh, I'll be at the gala, and I, I just can't wait to see you both. Well, I want to say two things. First, Phil, you are a wonderful person and a great leader, and you have class. You know that? You do. Because you always have, no matter what happens, this incredibly positive, optimistic view. Um, and I know how much you have done nationally for the Epilepsy Foundation. And, Mike, I'm sure you're lucky that you have them. Oh, I, I could, we couldn't do what we, we do in, in, in Chicago without Phil. Phil is uh, a pleasure to work with. Um, he's a great leader. Um, and, and, and the board... It just rallies around him. I, I just a little bit on Phil. Phil's been the executive now for almost two years, and he's taken our organization from from a, a very precarious situation financially. And he rallied the board, and and rallied the staff, and and, and we are in, in a great position uh, to be a leader uh, as an epilepsy affiliate. And and none of that would be possible without Phil. Boy, that is awesome. Well, well, Phil, remember I said there were two things? Okay, here's number two. I have met this on this trip here, I, this young man, several times that I've talked to, and he has the last name Gatone. <laughs> yeah, that's my hero. he's just so awesome. He really is. He's really wonderful. And our little joke is, you know, I'm on Twitter, so I tweet, and I'm tweeting this Gatone. <laughs> and, you know, he's not getting back to me. And I'm <laughs> tweeting, tweeting, and he's like, yeah, uh-huh, comments like this. Like, What's wrong with Phil? What's going on here? Of course, it was his son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Philip is a, an amazing uh, advocate himself. And as you'll see, and as you see at the Public Policy Institute, there are uh, young people across the country who are speaking up, uh, they're advocating, and I really believe, as Mike said earlier, we're really on the cusp of changing the whole dynamic and the whole paradigm of what it means to be an advocate for epilepsy. We're really speaking out, and uh, Philip is just uh, one example of so many that are uh, changing attitudes, they're changing our legislators, attitudes uh, about epilepsy. They're bringing more research dollars in uh, for epilepsy and, and more dollars in for programs and services because of what has happened across our, our country as it relates to advocacy. People are really stepping forward 
And I couldn't, couldn't be more proud to work with a group of, of other affiliate execs and staff um, and volunteers. It's just really a fun, uh, fun time, and it's a privilege. Well, thank you. And, and Phil, I will look forward to seeing you tonight, and thank you for calling in. Sure, and I have to say, you know, you can't take uh, uh, the boy, I guess you could take the boy out of Pittsburgh, but I'm trying so hard to get this guy to come on board and be a Bears fan, but I cannot get that. Well, as long as they're not playing the Steelers. <laughs> I'll root for the Bears all day, just not when they're playing the Steelers. That's true. That's, that's about as good as I think I'm going to get with this yeah. guy. Well, so. he has black and gold blood. That's right, that's, right. That's correct. Thank that's you it. both. You're, Thank you, guys. Can't that. Okay, <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you, and I'll see you this evening. Sounds great. Take care. Bye-bye. I mean, he is just really a great person, Mike. You're really lucky to have him. Very lucky. I, I'm, I, now I'm wondering if you have my mother call in next, Joyce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Phil to death. Hold on. <laughs> you know, um, I meant what I said to his son is such a really wonderful person. Right. Their family in general, it's been such a pleasure. I've known Phil for probably, oh, about six or seven years now, and, and, and to now work with him, because he he spent some time with the national organization as well, to now to now work with him in Chicago and, 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 and to know his family has just been an absolute pleasure uh, for, for my wife and I. We, we just love Phil and Jill and their family, and, uh, and, and Philip's about to get married, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, he's just, you know, made a point of coming to find me and talk to me. And right. uh, just as you said, total commitment. And we, we are lucky that we have so many great executive directors, you know, working for us. And I know, Mike, you work closely with them um, and have done a great job, you know, working with them. And just as Phil said, onward and upward right now. Right, Mike? That that's where we're at. The time is now. We're, it's time for us to execute and 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 become uh, the the best organization for people with epilepsy uh, in the world. Yes. Well, with that great powerful statement, we're going to go to break. I know you won't believe this, but we're going to be closing the show after we come back with Mike Keenan. Vice President of Commercial Banking at Wells Fargo Bank, Chair of the Board of the Chicago Epilepsy Affiliate, and lucky for us, on the National Board of the Epilepsy Foundation of America. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back to close the show with Mike. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. 
The Marsh Engel Show. Join the movement to empower yourself with the essentials of feminine power and success and learn how women around the world are becoming more inspired, more influential, and absolutely amazing. Each week, Marsh sits down for an engaging conversation with women who are boldly committed to living their most amazing life. You'll discover ways to step into your greatest vision, deepen your relationships, and unleash your real creative brilliance. Get ready. It's time to jump into the conversation. That's Monday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern for The Marsh Engel Show on the Voice America Business Network. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. We've been talking today to Mike Keenan, Vice President of Commercial Banking at Wells Fargo in Chicago and actually Chair of the Board of the Epilepsy Affiliate in Chicago and on the Executive Committee of the National Board of Directors for the Epilepsy Foundation. Um, and, Mike, I wanted to ask you, if, if you had to say what you hope your legacy will be with the National Epilepsy Foundation, what would you say? Jeez, Joyce, you know, a, a legacy, that's, that's, that's such, a, such a big word. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, you're probably going to kill me being, being a fellow Pittsburgher if I, if I quote Wayne Gretzky, but I once heard him say that, you know, the highest compliment that somebody can pay me is, is to say that I worked hard every day and never dogged it. Um, if, if, if my legacy was that, that people with epilepsy know that I'm working hard every day for them and I work hard every day in the fight against seizures, that, that, that's all, all I can ask of this organization. Uh, you know, I've been very fortunate in my life and, and the ability to give back to such an important cause, my family and, and, and to people across the country is just, that is more than enough for me. Well... That's because you are such a good person. You know, I, if you're listening to the show, you can see why we're so lucky we have him on our national board. And I can already tell you they are already saying that about you. I well, can you're... say that Mike takes this so seriously. You know, when he, he's on the executive board, he takes that seriously. Any group that he's the head of, like working with the affiliates, he takes that seriously. He treats it the same as if he w was working, you know, at Wells Fargo. He really does, if not, do even more. So uh, they can all, we can already say that about you, Mike. Well, I, Joyce, I, I greatly appreciate those comments. But, uh, I mean, all I can say is it's an absolutely humbling experience uh, and an honor 
to, to work with you and uh, with my, my fellow board members and with the staff and with Phil in Chicago uh, to, to, to work with these people for such a good cause. It's truly humbling, and, and I'm, I'm uh, absolutely honored to do so. Well, you know, it's like we have a very powerful, united family. I mean, I really feel that we're going to even be a more dynamic force so that more people know about epilepsy and understand epilepsy and that we keep, like, peeling off the stigma attached to this. You know what I mean, Mike? Joyce, it, it, you know, our mission says it right up front. We're, we're here to lead the fight against, uh, against the seizures and, to, and, and to, to work hard every day for a seizure-free world. Um, yeah, and I love that, lead the fight. Right. Because, you know, we're taking it seriously. We, we are a powerful organization, and we're taking this seriously. Well, Mike, obviously you have already accomplished so much in your life. Um, and these, these last two questions, this being one of them, I have asked every person that's ever been on the show for the past eight years. Um, and that question is, what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? Oh, boy. Uh, well, you know, I, I think from, from a personal pers perspective, uh, making my way through college and, and uh, getting my uh, MBA was certainly a great accomplishment. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I really do feel, and, and this, this is honest words, that, that my greatest accomplishment has, has yet to be done um, because, to work on a board like the Epilepsy Foundation of Greater Chicago and then to sit on, on, on the national board with, with the people that I work with, um, that, that's my greatest accomplishment, uh, to have the ability to serve people with epilepsy. Uh, you know, being very fortunate in my, in my career and having a great family, um, that, that, that's the, that's, it's just icing on the cake to serve on, on, on these boards and, and to work for such a great cause. I mean, that's really my greatest accomplishment. And, and to lead the fight against against seizures, again, I know I keep saying it, but uh, um, that's that's what I'm here to do, and uh, I won't stop until in, until we accomplish our mission. Well, with someone like you as a leader, Mike, I know that we are going to really move forward. So let me ask you this: If you did have to leave a message for all of our listeners today, what would that be? Well, you know, my board in Chicago, uh, I think, uh, doesn't like me very much because I'm, I'm always talking about money. So I'd leave them with the message, go to epilepsyfoundation.org and donate to the Boots and Suits Gala today. Oh, I think that's a good message. <laughs> I think that's a really good message. And by the way, that is at www.epilepsyfoundation.org. Always remember this. Don't sit back and say, but I only have this much to donate. Everything is important. Whether it's small or large, donate. That, that's absolutely right, Joyce. And, and you know, I, I think sometimes uh, people take for granted, you know, how difficult it is to raise funds and, and, and to continue our work. Um, and, and, you know, just because we're a nonprofit doesn't mean that we get handouts left and right. We have to work hard for the, for the dollars we get, and it's extremely competitive so uh, join us in our cause and, and give with the gift of, of money, time, anything. It all counts. Right. To the, to the woman that said to me once, I'm sorry, I don't have that much to give. 
I mean, I could only donate about $10. What do you have to say about that? I said, thank you. That's right. Exactly. Thank you. We will accept any donation. Think about what Mike said. You know, it's not easy. It's hard. But every donation that you are making is helping us make a difference in the life of a child or an adult living with epilepsy, and we appreciate anything that you donate. That's absolutely correct, Joyce. And with that, I've got to get ready to go put those cowboy boots on to go to the uh, Boots and Suits Gala tonight. But before I go, we end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. And since I am at the Kids Speak Up Institute, it has to be from Tony Coelho, who says, when you get a chance to take the podium, speak up. And these kids are speaking up. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Mike Keenan, thank you so much. Joyce, thank you. It was an honor. All right. And, hey, we'll be talking to you next week. Bye-bye. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.